podcast one production. Hello, I'm David Kosh, and welcome to Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business, where I guide you through the process of starting a business, from the initial planning stages to giving you tips on how to tackle challenges your business will face. And hopefully, I'll inspire you to dive into becoming your own boss and starting your own business. In the last episode, we spoke about putting that all-important marketing plan together, which really is an essential element for your future success. So now that you're armed with the marketing essentials, let's talk about going digital. Because let's be honest, if your business is not online, then you can't effectively compete in today's marketplace. You'll need a strong presence online because that's where your customers are hanging out, reading, watching, researching, socialising and buying products and services. Dr Stephanie Fay, the boss of the government's top business department called Austrade, reckons the greatest threat to every Australian business is not being digital or not having an online presence. And that's exactly why I'm dedicating a complete episode to digital and social media marketing. It is that important. I find so many small business owners freak out when it comes to going digital, thinking it's too complicated, too expensive, and they don't know who to trust. Let me tell you, it's not. So, where to start? Step one, for goodness sake, get a website. Research shows small businesses that have a website experience up to 25% more growth than their traditional bricks-and-mortar counterparts. But despite these figures, almost 60% of Australian businesses still don't have even a website. Look, research has shown that two-thirds of Australian consumers will not even consider buying from a small business if they can't find it online. And I bet if someone suggests a business to you, the first thing you do is check out their website. So, not having a website can compromise a small business's ability to grow and attract new customers. It's that simple. A website creates credibility and adds a level of professionalism to your business. So, if you don't have a website, get one quick smart. And make sure you think mobile. Today, as the capabilities of our smartphones and tablet devices get more powerful, many people are looking at websites from the palm of their hand rather than their desktop computers. So make sure your website design and user experience is compatible with and looks great on a mobile device. A website that looks good on a computer does not automatically work on a mobile device. So before your mobile site goes live, have a look to see what does and doesn't work. Let me tell you about the power of digital on your business. Have you ever heard of a business called Bird's Nest? I love it. It's a fashion retailer based in Cooma in country New South Wales. It's the brainchild of Jane Kay, who started Bird's Nest back in 2004 after she fell in love with a farmer and ended up in regional Australia. She figured out pretty quickly 
she wasn't much help on a sheep station. So that's when she decided to open her little fashion shop. She decided to take Bird's Nest online 10 years ago. Jane was on a mission to solve women's wardrobe dilemmas by providing styling advice, express delivery, styled outfit inspiration, above and beyond customer service, no hassle returns, and a huge range of brands and sizes for all body shapes. Jane told me when she first floated the idea of taking her business online, the naysayers thought she was crazy. Today, online sales make up 95% of Bird's Nest business. Bird's Nest is so successful, it's now housed in the old Woolworths building on the main street of Cooma and is one of the town's biggest employers. 150 locals work there. It's a far cry from those early days of a little shop front and it's a testament to Jane's drive and initiative in the online retail space. It's a great story. So we know having a website is important, but what makes a good website? Firstly, think about the purpose of your website. When you know your business back to front, it can be easy to get caught up in the design and functionality without walking in a customer's shoes. So be clear on the homepage what your business offers. Websites will function differently based on the product or the service they're selling. For example, retailers will want to make the buying process as painless as possible, whereas professional services might focus on showcasing their projects or portfolios in the best light. Then, businesses selling experiences might consider videos and content that generates excitement before prompting a booking or inquiry. So the purpose of your website really does depend on your business. Next, tell your story. Write an effective about me or info page. Potential customers want to know who you are, why you do what you do, and what makes you different to your competition. And videos, images, and blog content could be a great way for prospects to get to know you and your business, as well as your values and your motivation. Then, make sure you have a call to action to generate sales. One way you could generate leads from a website is by having a clear call to action, a message which basically says, now you know me, let's do a deal. Think about offering things like incentives or discounts or free trials or competitions to get customers hooked in. But don't do too much. It's easy to get excited thinking about all the different website functions you could incorporate. But as the saying goes, it's quality over quantity. And any unnecessary pages or functions could lead to an off-putting and confusing experience. A simple website is not only easy and cost-effective to build, it's also easier for customers to navigate and get that vital information they need. So don't try to appeal to everyone. Understand who your market is and focus on delivering an exceptional online experience for them and them only. Otherwise, your website and brand may suffer 
a sort of identity crisis which speaks to no one. So, how old are your customers? What activities do they do? How do they communicate? How do they consume content? The answers to these questions should help you create a website that resonates with your target market. And don't forget to choose a good designer. Once you've determined the strategy for your website, the next step is to build it. Do you employ an expert to do this for you? Or do you do it yourself? The good news is that today there are tech tools that help to make it quick and easy to build and maintain a website without having a technical degree. Many website builders, for example, offer a smart learning feature that suggests relevant site features, content and images to include, tailored to your industry, making DIY a real option for many. Whatever path you take to create your website, you'll want to consider the cost, customization, its complexity, time and ongoing maintenance. So, as you can see, developing a great website and digital strategy centres around understanding your customers. If you understand the type of people you want to buy your product, you can then start to think about where they live, their gender, how they buy the product, where they're going for information. So you start to sort of break down the customer, and that's incredibly important for any business. And a sure way to attract those customers online is to create great content to keep them coming back. It really is the most effective driver for attracting traffic and keeping that traffic coming back to your website or blog or social pages. Impactful web content can help you tell the story of your brand and help drive long-lasting results through building a connection with your audience. Like I've said before, whether you're looking for sales, more sign-ups or more visitors, telling great stories that provide value to your audience is the key to engagement and loyalty. Start with a clear navigation. Organise your website pages into logically named categories with standard terms and tabs to help make the navigation process as simple as possible for visitors. You see, they're unlikely to spend much time searching for information, so make the website design simple and easy to navigate. A great headline also attracts lots of eyeballs. An interesting headline entices and engages your audience to click, read and share your content. Yes, the content that follows has got to be important too, but it's about capturing them with a big, bold statement that tempts a visitor to scroll down and read further. A lot of people call this clickbait, but make it work for you. Would you believe a study found 59% of all shared content on social media is shared by people who only read the headline? This proves the power of that enticing headline. And visualise your content to bring your story to life. Visitors want to see what they're buying and who they're buying it from. So it's important to use personalised and unique photos and videos about your business, products and services. And while I'm at it, keep your website up to date 
It keeps people coming back for more by making sure the content is fresh and relevant to the audience. And make sure you update existing data or information with any changes or recent developments in your industry or prices or product line. And as I said before, include a call to action on nearly every page. Tell visitors what you'd like them to do next. Lead them down the path to a sale, to contacting you or to following your business on social media. It's great to be a quality source of information, but you also want visitors to know they can make a purchase on your website. Your call to action must inspire immediate activity. The bottom line is that to be effective and foster long-term engagement and loyalty, your website has got to deliver true value. So put your visitors' experience first as you create an online space that's easy to navigate, attention-catching, visually appealing, that continually offers new experiences and encourages action. So now to social media. While the website is the foundation of your digital strategy, you need to keep driving traffic to it. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, can be great traffic drivers, but they don't all work the same and content needs to change depending on the platform. It's been put to me that Twitter is about opinions and news, Instagram is aspirational, Facebook is friendly messaging and sharing, while LinkedIn is professional career communication. So start with understanding which are the social platforms that your target customers use and how they use them. But always make sure your content is focused on your niche, that it's authentic, reflects who you are, is meaningful, so your followers appreciate it and reflects the conversations your customers are having. You see, social media allows you to exchange ideas and build relationships with your target audience. Posting unique and interesting content instead of blasting just promotional messages to users will build a strong reputation for your business. Now, if you're running out of ideas for content, here are some helpful tips. Put your audience's interests first. People love posts they can identify with, such as the approaching weekend or holiday plans. Tell your success stories. Success stories are are such interesting reads and clearly demonstrate the value you can offer. So ask your customers for feedback and testimonials and post them on social media. Share any news and event updates. This will demonstrate that you're a leader in your field. And also, go behind the scenes. Let your audience see what happens behind the scenes of your business to showcase your brand and let people know who you are. And then understand when the best time to post is. This is a bit of an art and everyone's customers are different. So experiment with different posting times to see which is best for you. You see, Facebook's algorithms are quite complicated and there's no guaranteed way to ensure all users see all your posts, whether organic or paid for. So test how effective different times and days are. For example, every Tuesday, I do a Facebook Live Ask Koshi session. We used to have it at 
12.30, around lunchtime. But because I was running late one time, we changed it to 1.30 and we doubled our audience by mistake. So now it's on every Tuesday at 1.30. And another thing, although people are active on Facebook at the weekend, people tend to spend money online earlier in the week. Traditionally, online retailers have found that the highest earning day of the week is Monday, whereas Saturday and Sunday are the lowest earning days. Data from eBay, PayPal and Shopify confirms this by showing that their biggest weekly peak for online shopping is Mondays between 11am and 1pm. HubSpot's detailed breakdown of social media activity reveals three peak times for Facebook usage throughout the week. 12 to 1pm on Saturdays and Sundays, 3 to 4pm on Wednesdays, and 1 to 4pm on Thursdays and Fridays. See, I told you it's really interesting thinking what's the best time to post. And interestingly, users tend to engage 18% more, which is higher click-through rates, with content posted on Thursdays and Fridays and on weekdays between 1 and 4 than at any other time. As I said, it's really interesting, but every business's customers are different, so experiment regularly. Also, having a blog can be a good idea because it'll build your profile as an industry expert and leader. Blogs are all about sharing useful information with your clients and customers, which will also attract more traffic to your site. What you write is up to you but try to spark discussion and share experiences, ideas, and relevant information. A good way to build traffic is to read other blogs and comment on them so that it links back to your own blog. Using social media effectively is an excellent way to engage with current and potential clients, attracting more customers, and more importantly, building a strong, positive online reputation for your business. So those are the basics you need to follow when taking your business into the digital world. First, get a website and make it a good one with fresh and fun content to keep customers coming back for more. It's all about tracking the customer journey. So do your homework and tweak things when needed. And if you need more help, I have a six-part docu-series called Bricks to Clicks, where I followed six traditional bricks-and-mortar retailers as I took them on a journey to become global e-commerce brands using an online course which guided them every step of the way. And you can do the same bricks-to-clicks course on bricksclicks.com.au. It gives you a great insight on how to take your business digital. If you want to learn more, head to the Koshy's Business Builders website. There are plenty of articles and videos to help you build a successful business. That's koshysbusinessbuilders.com.au. Good luck. And when you're ready to take the next step in building a successful small business, I'll be here waiting. Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business was presented by David Kosh and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Melody Ruiz. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, listen for free at podcastoneaustralia.com.au. 
Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business podcast.